This is Truth Matters with Terry McCarthy. I'm so glad you joined me today. This is my third week of podcast. I do one each day, Monday through Friday. And this is my third week of uh, podcast, and this is podcast number 16. I'm glad you joined me. If this is your first time, welcome. And if you are a return podcast listener, I'm thankful so much for you to join me again today. Chances are you never met Betty Barnett. Betty died in 2015, and there was no funeral and no celebration for her life, and actually there was no obituary in the newspaper. Betty wasn't married. She had no children. She was an only child, and at the time of her death, she had no living relatives. Betty lived alone, and she volunteered at the office where Daryl and I had worked. She volunteered there for nearly 15 years. I'd met Betty at a Bible study I was teaching here in the Kansas City area and she had just retired and asked me if there was anything she could do at our office and I said we need a volunteer and she came. She'd stuff envelopes, file Daryl's crazy newspaper clippings, get huge mailings ready for bulk, bulk mailing and any other tedious task anyone asked of her. The thing about Betty was she always smiled, she always had a good word, she was always peaceful And I watched her life as she seemed to be the very fragrance of Christ. In fact, I would say that Betty was very much Jesus to me. In all my life, I've never seen anyone live out their faith and love for God the way Betty did. She was humble and gentle, never called attention to herself, and she never said an unkind word of anyone. I wish I was more like Betty. One of the most amazing things about Betty was her grateful heart. She was so grateful to God for everything. Once during a really bad ice storm, Daryl and I called to see if she was okay. She said, well, I do have a tree down, a big tree down in my backyard, but praise God, it didn't hit the house. (laughs) Yeah, but it did hit her electric lines and she was without power for a couple of days. But Betty didn't complain. She just rejoiced that the house wasn't hit. I was so distraught as to how she was going to get rid of that tree. We were iced in as well. And, you know, quite honestly, Daryl and I are not handy people anyway. We don't even own a saw. I kept calling her to see how she was doing. And the last time I called, she was so excited. She said, two young men in a truck have just come by our neighborhood. They saw my tree and they said they'd cut it up for me for free if they could remove it and keep the wood. And her tree was cleared out in just a matter of hours. God provided for Betty. And Betty rejoiced. And Betty liked simple things. She was raised in a small town in Kansas by loving parents who made a living selling milk to their neighbors, raising a few cows and growing a summer garden that fed them throughout the winter. Betty moved to Kansas City to go to business college, and she met a man, and they married. But after only a few years... He left her for another woman, and once they came to ask Betty to forgive them, to make things right with her, but she wasn't capable of bitterness or holding a grudge, and she told me, finally, I just forgave them just to make them feel better. The truth was, she was never unforgiving towards them in the first place. She wasn't angry, and she never had been. Betty loved unconditionally. She gave wholeheartedly. She served earnestly. In all my years of knowing her, Betty never forgot my birthday. Every year I got a card from her, never late, never forgotten. 
She'd always write in the card that she loved me and that she was praying for me. I know God heard Betty's prayers. She was quiet, unassuming, and you'd never pick her out in a crowd. And yet, she was the best Christian I've ever known. She always had a hug, always a smile, always a kind word. Her prayers were simple and childlike, just the way Jesus told us they should be. In today's celebrity Christianity, it seems that only the strong, the flashy, the brilliant are admired and recognized. Best-selling authors and world-renowned speakers are the ones that get the following. We like our TV evangelists, our hipster praise and worship leaders, the attractive, the fit, the well-put-together, the articulate, the clever, and the funny. We like Christianity to look good, to smell good, to fit in today's standards of beauty and chic. And yet, Isaiah 53, 2 tells us of Jesus, He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to Him, nothing in His appearance that we should desire Him. I think about Judgment Day, and I think Judgment Day is going to be a shocker to a lot of us. Jesus will be separating the sheep and the goats, the wheat and the chaff. God the Father will be calling each believer forward to give an account for each of our lives. And some will go on his right, and some will go on his left. And I get this picture in my mind of God the Father looking out over the folks on his right and saying, Come here, my good and faithful servant. The crowd is filled with familiar faces like Billy Graham, David Wilkerson, Corey Ten Boom, Elizabeth Elliot, Hudson Taylor, Paul. But I see the crowd separate, and they're in the very back, almost hiding quietly and gently as Betty, too meek to even look up. And God the Father says, Come here, Betty. Come sit by me. You served when no one was watching. You loved when there was no applause. You prayed and you moved nations on your knees. Come here, Betty, because in my kingdom, the first shall be last and the last shall be first. Well done, daughter. You have been a good and faithful servant. And then it will all finally make sense. Then we'll see clearly for the first time and understand what is really real and what is truly beautiful and what actually blesses the holy heart of God. George Eliot wrote, But the effect of her being on those around her was incalculably diffusive. For the growing good of the world is partly dependent on unhistoric acts and that things are not so ill with you and me as they might have been is half owing to the number who lived faithfully a hidden life and rest in unvisited graves. Well, that's it for today's podcast. I'm so grateful that you joined me. I would like to hear from you. So if you leave a comment or give me a thumbs up or thumbs down, it's important for me to get that feedback. I appreciate y'all so much. And I'll be talking to you tomorrow on Truth Matters with Terry McCarthy.